Hi, my name is uh, Howard Slabkov, Dr. Howard Slabkov, when I turned 60 and now I'm 75, but I'll go by Dr. S. When I was not yet even a teenager, I was in love with the public library in St. Catharines, which is where I was born and raised. And I can close my eyes and I can see the boys and girls room downstairs from the main library. And I can even visualize where the stacks were and where the table was for people to, for young people to sit and read. I can see the card catalog and I can see exactly where the books in the series The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe were. From the time I was able to read, I was a reader. And I loved to read. It got me into trouble because my father thought that I spent far too much time reading and not enough time outdoors and playing sports. What happened with respect to that argument is not important, but I never lost my love for reading. When I became a classroom teacher, I had trouble in the early years reading to my students because I used to be very self-conscious and I would giggle if I looked up at my students and saw that they were watching me intently. So I had to keep my head down. But eventually I overcame those jitters and I learned how to read to my students. I always did. I always had a book that I was reading. I preferred reading novels to my students rather than short stories. And there's a pedagogical reason why that was wrong. But I won't go there right now. I'm going to save that for another uh, podcast. But I overcame my difficulty with reading aloud. And so I always had a book I was reading to my students. And I would pick books that related to topics that we were doing in social studies. So from the time I was not even an expert teacher, I was integrating what I read with what I was teaching in social studies most often or sometimes in a language arts unit. Eventually, I became very comfortable reading to my students. And one of the best experiences I had with them was the year I had a grade 5 and grade 6 class. And I read books like Sounder and The Yearling and Two Against the North to my students. I remember when we were reading The Yearling, everybody would come up and sit on the carpet by the chair I was reading. And we read a lot 
with that book. That was a long book, actually. And the day we finished it, when I finished actually reading the last few words, there was total silence in my classroom. And then they all started to clap. And even now, when I remember that, I am very moved by that memory because my students were moved by my reading. And I think that was when I sealed my belief that reading aloud to students, no matter how old, was very important. Eventually, I became a consultant for my school board. And then, at the age of 60, I completed and defended my dissertation to become a PhD, a doctor of education. And then, after I had my PhD, I went looking for a job in which I would use my skills as a classroom teacher and as an academic. And I got hired by Niagara University, which was then one of a few offshore, meaning not in Ontario or Canada, programs that were allowed to teach Ontario students inside Ontario and give them degrees from the home university, which was not a Canadian university. Niagara University is in Lewiston, New York, which is just across the Niagara River from uh, Canada, from the Niagara Peninsula. And uh, they opened up uh, an extension program in Toronto. And um, what happened was that when I went looking for a job, I found out that Niagara was looking for uh, teachers in their College of Education, and I applied, and I was offered a job immediately. Now, I had to drive back and forth to Toronto, and in the later years when I was coming to the end of that career, I used to take the car to Burlington, which was halfway, and get the GO train from Burlington into Toronto, and then walk, or take the bus, or sometimes the subway and walk, but I had it took me two and a half hours to get to Toronto to teach. But the courses I taught were... Uh, integrating language arts in the primary and junior divisions and science, the teaching of science and mathematics in the primary and junior division. And eventually, I became the chair of that program for teacher education in Ontario. But from the day I started to teach the course in teaching language arts in the primary and junior division, I emphasized the importance of reading, reading aloud. And I used to tell my students almost at the very beginning of the program, on the very first day, those who read succeed. And one of our jobs, one of our challenges as classroom teachers is not only to try to teach our students how to read and enhance their reading skills, but to show our students that we ourselves read. 
And one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast about reading and literacy is because I believe that it is central to everything we do in the classroom. And because I love reading. And I love how you can use a book to deepen learning. So in this podcast, I'm going to have several different tracks. I'm going to, every so often, when I read a children's book, I'm going to do a special podcast on that book and how you can use it in the classroom to deepen learning. I'm going to have podcasts on what it means to be literate and how we advance literacy in any age and across the curriculum. And then I'm also going to read books. And hopefully um, those people who become interested in my podcast will be interested in sharing the books that I'm reading to students and to you online so that my reading of books can move children who are listening. There's all kinds of books that are that are online that you can hear the author reading. But how this is going to be different, I hope, is that I will give you, the listener, ideas on how to integrate the book I'm reading into your classroom teaching and what you can do with that book to integrate into whatever other subjects I think are befitting the book at hand. So I look forward to making podcasts a lot and posting them. And I look forward to knowing that I'm being followed and that if you are interested, you will contact me and we can carry on a dialogue. So Follow me as we continue this journey so that those who read succeed.